I actually uh, got hired in I think August of 2018. I think that I think the Memphis Business Journal was going through some. I think it was a couple of reporters that left. I was one of them. I think I remember. <laughs> Hi, I'm L. Perry, Vice President of Print of the Memphis Association of Black Journalists. You're listening to our podcast, Tips from the Field. Today we're talking with Corey Davis, a reporter from the Memphis Business Journal. How's it going? I'm good. It's nice to be here with you all. I'm glad you could be a part of it. So my life nowadays is, you know, video calls, emails, text messages. It's it's kind of strange. How how has the pandemic affected you as far as like work goes? Well, I've been mostly working at home. Um, that's been the main thing. Been working at home since March, I think March 13th. It's, it's different uh, not being able to go out in the field, uh, you know, being able to talk to sources face to face. That's that's totally different. Uh, that's been a uh, a very uh, eye open experience. But uh, for the most part, being able to uh, you know, generate copy, um, get in contact with sources hasn't been that bad. You know, you know, being able to email, text people. Um, sometimes I'm I'm not a big social media guy, but use that. You know, some some point sometimes also, but it's just the the difference is just not being able to um, meet people face to face, have those um, conversations, which you can you know be able to engage and get to talk to people, and, and that's been the big difference for myself. Do you find that when you do face to face interviews, that the interviews are like more engaging or better or different? It's better because you get to really like read people's body language, then that's one big thing that helps out. Uh, you get this, you know, kind of the tone in which you may talk to someone um, that helps in terms of being able to talk to somebody face to face. And then there's times when, you know, when you do talk to somebody over the phone, if you have that, I would say a question or two that you may have missed, you have to go back and maybe call them. They might not answer. You text them, they might not get back with you. Uh, as soon as possible, and it seems like with that face to face, you can, in my opinion, be able to mostly get the things that you need. You know, and even after uh, an interview, you, you can sit there and talk to somebody for a little while, and then maybe come up with a couple questions that you didn't think about. So it's just having that face to face. It helps build that relationship with that source or that person you're trying to get to know. That makes sense because when you're on the phone, if I if if you ask somebody a question and they make a face, you can't see the face. Right. <laughs> right. You have to rely on like how they sound. So we're talking about the interviews. What are your beats at MBJ? I cover um, travel and tourism, uh, sports business, um, logistics, and uh, the airport. And I guess this all falls on transportation also. So those are the main things I cover. Um, I usually focus more on travel tourism and logistics. Those are usually the main beats that I'm writing about these days. Uh, sports tourism, I mean, not sports tourism, but sports business. Um, don't really, not a lot focusing on that. Maybe some things with the Grizzlies from time to time, but mostly it's just logistics and travel tourism. So for people who might be unfamiliar, can you talk about what sports business is like a beat? Well, sports business usually, uh, usually you're covering, you know, the nuts, the numbers um, that goes involved into what the team is is doing. It's not most, you know, 
you know, when you think about sports, you usually think about the games and covering the um, the players and the features, that sort of thing. That's not really the case with sports business. It's more or less uh, useful example. Um, I know this past, I think a couple of weeks ago, I think the, um, the University of Memphis, they sent a release about um, hosting the 2024 uh, regional regional tournament at the um, at the FedEx Forum. Well, the focus of the story was for myself was to more talk about what it may mean to an economic point of view. You know, getting the, what the numbers may mean in terms of what what type of what's the financial side of what it could bring to the area. Um, I know from gathering some information or gathering some data from uh, Memphis Tourism, I think maybe the game may bring in five or six million dollars. So it's 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 that aspect of it, not actually what's the game or focus on that type, but what the economic um, point of view would be for what it would bring to the city. Uh, so it's more focused on that. And it's, it's a little bit different because <laughs> uh, I, I was a sports writer for a while before in my past when I first got started. So it's a little different. It's like you have to, you have to do a little bit more digging with these two those sort of stores. That was actually going to be my next question. I was going to ask if any of the beats that you're doing now are things that you've covered previously. When I was, um, before I pre- before I came here to Memphis, uh, I worked in my, I was from, I'm from North Carolina, so I worked for a daily paper there, actually in my hometown. And I got to cover uh, business uh, while doing that. Uh, so I got a, you know, kind of an idea or of what to look for in business stories by covering um, business in my hometown back in North Carolina. It's a little bit different in terms of the source building. It's more okay. extensive in terms of the type of stories that um, we're looking for or trying to write about. And so, yeah, I did, I, like I said, I did have a somewhat understanding of what, how to cover uh, business before I came here, but it is different than, what I did in the past. Okay, we mentioned North Carolina. Can we say where your hometown is? Uh, it's Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, Eastern North Carolina. I don't know too many people are familiar with that. Small town. Um, like I said, it's, it's probably like an hour from the coast. Um, but I was there for four years before I, I came here. My wife and my two kids, we, we moved here in January 2019. But, um, and my wife found a job here also. She works for an uh, IT company. So you've done business journalism before. What, like, I guess I guess for transparency's sake, I should say, I used to work for the business journal. So I'm also somebody who's worked in business journalism. But when I graduated from college, it's not necessarily something that I was gonna be like, ooh, I'm going to be a business reporter. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> I understand. For, right. for somebody coming out of college or even just starting out as a journalist, or just somebody who might see that job that at a business, you know, paper or just a business beat. What would you tell them, like going in? Well, that's a good question. Um, do a lot of, I mean, reading uh, is good in terms of like reading the, the things that are related to business. Um, I mean, the Wall Street Journal is a good thing to to, to look at. Uh, really pay attention to the business sections and, um, you know, in the area that you 
are in in terms of those outlets and what they're covering and what the format and the way they cover and the things that are important in those those stories. Because I know that, I mean, if you're covering like an economic development story, you know, some of the key things to look for is um, investment. You know, if a, if a company's coming in, how many employees they're going to be bringing in. Um, but yeah, I just, I just think that it's important just to have an understanding of what's going on in the community. Uh, what are the areas that are thriving? What are the areas that are struggling? But yeah, just really pay attention to uh, the outlets and what uh, what is being covered in the local community makes sense. I know, like personally, some of the things I like. I read Bloomberg. I read Wall Street Journal. Like even the the Economist, yeah. which is like right. But it's it's really inter- they're, they are really interesting, well done stories. Right. Um, right. How did you end up in journalism in the first place? Actually, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, journalism was something I was really looking to get into. Uh, I only got into journalism because I wanted to be a sports writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dream was to, like a lot of kids, to play basketball, hope to go to the NBA. But that dream got cut off real quick <laughs> in high school. So, <laughs> so actually, uh, it was my sister that kind of um, she brought his attention because I was I'm a big sports fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I love sports. So she was she you know she threw the idea of maybe being a sports writer mm-hmm. and. I was like, hey, that sounds easy, you know, just covering sports. But, you know, the whole grammar part of it was something that I had to mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to get better at real quick, uh-huh. you know, I'm trying to, especially when you're trying to get into this field. But it was basically just wanting to be a sports writer. And it's crazy because I haven't been in sports field since I started. So now I've been covering, I mean, I've worked at three um, daily newspapers, small daily newspapers in North South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, it covered, you know, crime, you know, general assignment reporting, crime, education. So it's, but actually, like I said, the reason why I wanted to be a journalist was because I wanted to be a sports writer. That was the only reason why. That's cool. So, like, what brought you to Memphis? When I was looking at a better opportunity, because at at my last job, I wouldn't get paid a lot, whole lot, you know, Dealing small daily newspapers, you only may make somewhere around thirty thousand mm-hmm. or so. And at that time, I think around January of two thousand eighteen, my wife had lost her job. Mm-hmm. Also, so I was looking for a better opportunity, you know, for you know more pay. And and the fact that I'd been doing business reporting, I thought you know I could probably you know looking for a job. This job. I, I remember just um, just research and just looking for uh, different opportunities, in different areas, especially in North Carolina. I was really mm-hmm. trying to stay in North Carolina, but the, I think I applied for a job at the Business Journal in uh, Greensboro, and I think a few months later, I found out that job had been uh, filled. So the woman who was recruiting, I think his name was Belf. I can't remember last night, Belf Hunter, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. She had reached out to me, I think, a couple months later after that job got filled mm-hmm. and I asked about, you know, why interested in, you know, maybe a, looking for what I'm interested in a job at the business journal. Mm-hmm. And at the time I thought maybe it was a, something would open up in Raleigh or Charlotte. And she had told me about um, Atlanta had some openings. I think like I said, Memphis. 
And, you know, I applied for all three and Memphis had, you know, was open to the idea of, of uh, interviewing me. And, uh, and from there, um, I actually uh, got hired in, I think, August of 2018. I think that, I think that Memphis Bird Business Journal was going through some, I think it was a couple of reporters that left. I was one of them. I think I read it. <laughs> <laughs> so I got hired in August of 2018 and then um, just trying to get things together to make this move because it was a big move, you know. Um, my kids wasn't too thrilled when we told them about having to move. and But long story short, things have worked out well. Um, like I said, my son is nine. He's fourth grade now mm-hmm. my daughter's 15 and i don't know if you guys have any kids or not but a high school oh, yeah. teenager high school teenager having to move from friends and mm-hmm. she was playing she was playing sports so yeah it was a it was a big adjustment but things have worked out well so my wife was able to find a job here like when we moved down here and we was looking at a, a home to purchase when i own the rent um, she actually had got an interview that same day from the company that she's hired now and she got the job in one day. Nice. So, yeah, so, so I guess since, since you're a transplant, what do you think about Memphis generally? Uh, I like Memphis. Um, I know I hear people that who are here who don't talk so far about Memphis, but so far so good. I mean, I, I like the, um, I mean, it's a lot of restaurants. You all have a lot of restaurants here. So it's a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of choices. Um, and the music scene is nice. You know, being able to go somewhere and relax, you know, and see live music is something that, you know, I wasn't wasn't privy to. And where I come from, we didn't have that type of thing here. But, you know, Bill Street is cool, you know. Um, so I, I do like it. Uh, it's been, it's laid back. I mean, I mean it's, a, it's, it's a big city, but it feels like a small town in that way. So, but um, yeah, I have no complaints about it at all. That's cool. I wanna I wanna pivot you back to to some of the the reporting questions. So, I remember going to an Edge meeting, which Edge is like the economic um, development engine of Memphis and Shelby County, and I covered. I was going to cover a meeting. There was Desiree Stennett, who was. The, at the time was at the commercial pill as a business reporter. And then there right. were you. And there were there so there are three different print outlets and they're all <laughs> black reporters. Like and I was right. like, wow, that never happens. And I don't think it happened again after that. But right. <laughs> um do you think like your perspective, like you know, black male, that do you bring anything specific to your reporting? Or do you think because of who you are that you might approach a story in a different way? Even just like you mentioned that you were uh, interested in being an athlete. So does that, does that come into how you cover sports business sometimes or like that, just your unique experiences kind of generally do that, do they change the way you like report things? Um, I do think that, you know, when I do a story that may involve someone, you know, you know, a black, business owner. Um, I do think that that kind of changes the way that I can approach someone. You can, I can say sure. the way I can probably, 
um, the way I, the questions that I made you today be to mm-hmm. talk to someone when you're not, you know, when you're not able, when you're not talking to somebody that is of a different ethnic group. Mm-hmm. So I do think that for myself, honestly, I am more comfortable with being able to talk to somebody like myself, especially when you don't run into people like myself right. on, a, on a new basis. Right. Yeah, I do. Yeah, their approach is, is different. And then the way that I, I probably go about writing the story, um, probably a little bit more careful with what I put in, how I write the story. Right. It was just, oh, that's, that's one of the things I think about is, is that like business reporting in general, there's not a lot of, of black reporters that I, that I see. I know I've, some of the ones I follow nationally, I try to, you know, keep up with their work, but it's still not, it's still not a ton of people. What, have you had a, a favorite story that you've covered so far in Memphis? One that stood out to me, I know at the at the at this Eddie Rowan centerpiece story about um, about the Memphis Grizzlies and what they're trying to do in terms of like um, about the marketing efforts because um, I, I guess that was something that hadn't been told at the time by some of the things they were doing. I will also say, I was trying to think of somebody else. It was it was a female uh, black um, business owner. I know she was in fashion, mm-hmm. so she had got connected to China. So she was doing some things. This, this was a wedding dress lady, right? I think so. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's cool. Well, this this has gone by really fast. Um, it was great talking mm-hmm. with you, and like it's it's kind of funny because like I've this is actually my first time just like actually just sitting down and talking with you. So it was very right. cool, and um, thank you for joining us. And I think that's it. Well, you want to say that I appreciate, you know, the work you did at the, at the business junk and it really helped me when I, you know, started doing, uh, doing this beat, especially the travel tourism beat. I, you know, I read it back and read some of your stories and it really helped me. So I know you did a great job there. So they really helped me in terms of preparing to do this job also. So thank you. Just want to shout out for that. Thank you. That was my favorite. The tourism travel, that was, that was, yes. Yeah. <laughs>